Shut up and sit down. Good evening, boys and girls. I want to welcome you to episode 109 of Third Shift. It's me, Mr. Eric, as always. And with me is the other guy who's always here. I think he's Mr. Matt or something like that. I don't know. But hey, Matt, how are you doing on this episode of 109? It's not the episode of 109. Come on now. (laughs) Don't, no, no, we don't. We're not Welcome even to third the 109 shift. podcast. We're, we're episode <laughs> third shift. Oh, no, we're just 109. We're just 109. There's no Welcome more. Welcome to 109. <laughs> I've been corrupted. Files corrupted. <laughs> Memory deleted. Oh. But I'm doing fantastic. I had a really shitty day at work today, so it's actually good to be here on the podcast. Talking to all of our fans and all of our loved ones and all the other good stuff. What have I done this week? Let's see. <laughs> I went and saw The Predator. And I I won't say this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Because I will still maintain that Baywatch is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. But The Predator was a complete mess. From beginning to end, the movie was just, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. What was it? It was scenes came and went with for no reason. Characters gained and lost motivations randomly between those two scenes. Like, a specific character went into the movie going, I don't know nothing about nothing. Someone goes, hey, look, it's a predator. And then that character went, oh, my gosh, this is exactly how the predators operate. This is exactly what they're doing. Oh, my gosh, I know everything about predators. And I'm like, but, like, where? How, how did you know that, Olivia Munn? Like, what? What, what secret did knowledge you did you gain in in like the five minutes between when that last scene ended and the next scene with you began? Because it was like instant, and then you'd know all about everything. What What is I this? I know. Well, I can tell you what happened. Uh, she paused. She ate a Snicker bar. Because when you eat a Snicker bar, everything's chill, calm, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's and good. then at that point, she got an education. She learned up a bit. She read a few books. Came back and said... <laughs> Done, did it, let's roll, got this predator in the bag, don't you worry about it. It's see, you took it a really fun way. What I was gonna say is, hey, maybe all the scenes where she like gets the info and like has a backstory and like her character is actually becomes a character, maybe those were all the scenes with that sexual predator guy and they cut them all out of the movie. Maybe that was like thirty minutes of movie that he was in and they just had to go, Oh crap. Hack at it with a cleaver. Just get it out. Get it out. Get it out. What is the movie now? It's this jumbled mess of just like slime and like sewed together pieces of a thing. All right, great. Just put it out. It doesn't matter. It says Predator. It'll get some some views. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about it today for no reason while I was inside the printer doing my you know quarter quarterly cleaning stuff, and I was like, what was that? What even? Like, was that? And the only thing I could think of is the director, Shane Black, who is the script writer of the first, or screenwriter, script writer. He's like punching up the script. He was in the very first Predator movie. And I was thinking, maybe maybe this was his objective. Like, maybe he loved the original Predator so much. And then, like, you know, the sequel was worse than the first one. And then it went into the AVP stuff, which nobody loved. Mm -hmm. Predators was pretty cool. And I was thinking, you know, maybe he's so sick of seeing predator become this 
just ongoing franchise that everybody keeps trying to do, maybe he set out to make the worst possible Predator movie. Like an absolute, like, I can't say it anything other than a mess of a movie. Maybe he made it his goal to make it as awful as possible so that when an executive would go, huh, hey, what licenses do we have? Shouldn't we make another Predator movie? Someone would turn around and go, no, do you remember how shitty that last one was? Get out of here and throw that license in the garbage. <laughs> and I was like, that's perfect. That's the only explanation for why it could be so awful. Like I said, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it has the dumbest line of dialogue I have ever heard in a movie before. I can't repeat it here, but I, I heard it in the theater and I immediately sat back and I crossed my arms and I just I shook my head and I just went, that's that, that, that makes no sense. That's not no. No person would ever say that. That's I can't I can't even imagine it. Like I've seen bad movies before, but that just took it to like the the ultimate. Oh god, it was horrible. So the day after that was WWE's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, which I only have still only seen about half of, the first half, first three or four matches. I enjoyed what I saw. You know, I didn't see anything offensive or you know, anything that was really bad, but I heard on the back half of the show, there were a bunch of screwy finishes. Obviously, I've heard all about them by now. And I was like, but even even the good parts that I watched that people were like, yeah, that's a good part of the show. I can't really remember it. Like, I wrote it down here in the show notes when I watched it, and I was like, man, what happened on Hell in a Cell? I don't know. I, I remember enjoying it, but it's not memorable enough to, like, remember now. It's just like, whew. Which means it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that the like, the tag match was really good, but that was I saw like a third of it before I had to go to sleep because I had to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just one of those weird things where it's like, yeah, I can't wait for this pay-per-view. All right, I got to go to bed. And then just phew, forgot all about it. Still haven't seen the last half. I don't know. It was weird. But then what else have I been doing this week? I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2. I've been streaming it, been having a lot of fun. I think I'm right at the end game. I have maybe like... One chapter left. I got the big final fight coming up. Got to go to the Millennium Tower, go up on the roof, rip my shirt off, and have a shirtless brawl with this other Yakuza dude. But the one thing that I did do is... It was really fun, and I didn't stream it because it would be not very good TV. In this game, Haruka comes back from Yakuza Kiwami 1, and she's got all kinds of requests for you. Like, hey, man, I really want to go eat a beef bowl. So you got to figure out which beef bowl place she wants to go to, and then she'll stand there and go, ah, extra large for me, please, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then she also has you do mini games for her. She's like, I want to go sing karaoke, Uncle Kaz. You go to the karaoke place. Do you think you can get over 90 on a song? And some of those are really fun. It's like, heck, yeah, we're doing karaoke. It's fun. You know, you're going around eating. She's like, yeah, whoo, thanks, you're the best. And she gets a little affection meter that goes up. And each time you level that up, you get a little, like, piece of equipment or a prize or something from her. But then there's some of them where it's like, hey, Uncle Kaz, I want to see you get a 1,000 points in the poker in poker in one sitting. I'm like, all right, that should be fine. I'll just go in and bet the max amount and have a great time. So I go to the poker table, and it's like, hey, you know, like a 5 and 10, big, small blind, big blind. I'm like, all right, well, let me raise five. Let me raise again, five. So I had to sit there for an hour playing poker, (laughs) like actually playing poker because so far I've gotten one cheat card that'll like, hey, look, if you use the cheat card, it'll like the flop and the river and all that stuff will be good stuff to make you get a poker hand. I had one of those. 
So for an hour, I had to play poker against the computer, against three opponents, and every time I'd lose, I'd be like, ah, damn it! Ah! And just sit there just, and just... Just want to play the game. <laughs> I don't want to play poker. Like the biggest pot I could possibly get after like 20 minutes, I like won 500 chips. I'm like, hell yeah, sweet. I'm almost there. And then, you know, you lost 100, you gain 100, you lose 50, you gain 75. It's just like this little creep, 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 creep. And I was like, oh my God. So I finally got that one done. I'm like, all right, that's got to be the worst one. Because the other one's like, hey, win... A thousand points in blackjack. We use. I had like nine cheat cards for that one. Hey, you'll just get blackjacks for a certain amount of time. Got got my points in like three hands, and the item thing hadn't worn off, so I just kept getting more points and points. Oh, wore mm-hmm. off. Well, I got fifty thousand points in blackjack. Easy as pie, no problem. Poker's got to be the worst one. So it's like, hey, I want to see you play the expert batting cage challenge. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go talk to this guy. Hey, man, that's an advanced thing. you got to clear the other advanced courses first. I'm like, all right, let me look. There's a home run challenge. Uh, it's probably not that. It's probably the challenge courses. There's three beginner, three intermediate, three uh. advanced, three expert. So for another hour, I played in the batting cages, trying to get these crazy pitches down, figuring out, like, leveling up, getting a better bat. And I'm like, all right, cool, I got it. I've, I cleared all those challenge courses. Hey, guy, can I play the expert course? Hey, that's an advanced course. You need to beat, beat the expert courses first. So I go to the home run course. Beginner, intermediate, advanced, expert. God, I wasn't even on the right one. Get out of here. <laughs> so after like an hour and 20 minutes of just Kiryu just swinging a bat, just hitting balls around, striking, striking out and going, <sighs> God, I'm flipping the bat. I'm just like, I finally got it done. So that's done. I didn't even get a trophy for it, but I got it checked off the completed list, did all the requests. So finally, I can actually pl- I could play it now. Like that uh-huh. whole last session I had was just grinding and misery and I mean some fun interspersed with it, but just frustration and sadness. Now I can go back and play my game. I can play it and have fun. It's going to yeah. be good. And that's when you get to the meat and potatoes of it instead of just mm. the the grind portion, which yeah. I was just thinking in my head though, I'm like swinging a bat and listen to some good music or whatever. That could be fun. And that's exactly what I did. Is I went on WrestlingObserver.com and downloaded these old podcasts of pay-per-view reviews from like 2008, 2009. Really awful shows, so the guys are just flipping out, losing their minds. So I just put that on, just whap, 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 missed it, f***ed it up. Oh, well. <laughs> that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. So it was fun, but it wasn't the fun that what I wanted, you wanted it to be. What you wanted to be doing. I wanted to clear it in 30 minutes and then go, boop, boot the stream up, let's go, we're going to beat Kiwami 2 today. But no, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But other than that, it's just been work. It works great, and I love work. It works is the best. So, hey, how about your week, Eric? Well, howdy doody do. So this last weekend, the wife went to her grandparents' house, and she picked up a whole ton of apples, I think three full boxes worth. A lot of apples. She brought them home, and we're like, we're going to make applesauce. The kids and her, they all love applesauce to death. So she did most of the work, and, uh, you know, I assisted, helped out, did what I could. You know, kind of like did the finishing phases of it. But uh, for three days straight, yeah, we've been making applesauce, just going to town, and we've got, uh, ended up with, I think, 36 quarts or so worth of applesauce. (laughs) So we have a lot of applesauce. 
Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Can I have some applesauce? <laughs> it's got blood. When we meet up for the podcast, will you bring me like right. an applesauce? Can you tie a little bow around the top? That'll make you happy. <laughs> uh, but. It is delicious applesauce. You know, everything you do homemade is way better than what you're going to get store-bought. That's just a, God, yeah. just a known fact. So we got that. We've been doing that, rocking that out. Besides that, um, in my like spare time, I've been doing Destiny, mostly. I've been dabbling in World of Warcraft. Everybody knows that story. It never ends. It's always going to keep continuing. But if you know anything about Destiny, there's the grind. you got to get your, your level up to a certain point so you can get into the raid and do the big-time stuff. My frustration is, is my time's limited. I don't get as much as most of the individuals I play with. So, as always, and is the case in this one, they're all 20, 30 levels above me. And I'm over here just struggling, just pecking away at it. And, and don't get me wrong, Destiny 2's uh, system right now for grinding and leveling is fantastic. Every day you log in, there's daily events, weekly events, all sorts of stuff going on, offering powerful gear, which is the stuff you want to get your level up. That's great. It's fantastic. However, it's it's small. It's incremental. So even if you do three or four things that get you to the gear, you might go up one, one, one level. And it's, oh, it's just excruciating when you're the underdog of your team, you know, or on the cusp of being able to raid or already ready to raid, which, you know, two of them are. And, and they're like, all right, Eric, come on, man. You got this, man. And you're like, I, I'm trying, uh, you know, play for three hours straight and get one light level. And you're like, I mean, it, it, it's 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 realistic. It feels good. I feel like I'm being rewarded for my time, but it's not enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, di- I can't play enough to get to the point that half of my team's at. You can't play for a full week straight to yeah, get Yeah, and just grind levels. it out. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I need, you know, if I was hardcore young man days, that's exactly what I've done. I've taken two, three days off of work. I'd have just grinded like a buffoon three days in a row, slept for five, six hours tops every night. It wouldn't have been a big deal. That's what I used to do. You know, but those days are long gone, dead, gone in the past. So here I am every night just plugging away. Mind you, there's other games I want to play still. Like I love Destiny 2 and I want to keep playing it, but I want to like alternate, but I can't. There's no way to alternate right now. I'm just forced in here, just going as fast as I can, gaining one level, two levels maybe, every night for my two, three hours I'm on. And I'm still just not catching up. And I'm just like, ugh. And to boot, my brother, he's leaving to Afghanistan in two, three weeks. So we lose one of our raiders in two, three weeks. I'm not even going to be ready for two, three weeks. Mm. So I'm not going to get to raid with him. We're going to have to find a substitute and bring him in. Meanwhile, I screw him over because I was never ready in the first place while he was waiting to hopefully get in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah. So right now, I'm in this like weird miasma of love and hate because I love it. <laughs> the game's feeling great. It's feeling better than ever. All sort- The random rolls are fantastic. All sorts of good stuff going on in Destiny 2. But I can't get to the level I need to be to do what our little team wants to do. So it's just friggin' driving me nuts and making me insane. Like, maybe I should just stay up all night one day, just try to pull <laughs> 48 hours and see what I can do. And I'm like, that's a that's the dumbest idea ever. Because then you're just going to be miserable the next day and you're not going to play at all because you're going to have to go to bed at 5 o'clock to try to salvage any sort of semblance of realism in life at all. And mm-hmm. no. So being smart, I don't do it, but... 
it crosses my mind quite often. <laughs> <laughs> so besides the apples, besides that, I haven't seen any new shows. I haven't really uh, done too much. We're hoping to get out a couple more times to do like the summertime activity stuff one last time. Because if you don't know, fall in Michigan's starting to hit. It's not getting there yet, which is very surprising because we're almost in October and we're still getting 80, 90 degree weather. Mm-hmm. I'm very confused, even though the leaves are turning. <laughs> it's coming up, though. I saw, like, the 14-day forecast or 10-day forecast. I'm like, oh, yeah, a low of 39 and a high of 46 mm-hmm. coming up. And I went, oh, dude, come on. Yeah, it's coming. I feel like we're going to get hit hard. I feel like it's going to be one of the, another one of those years where we just kind of chop straight into winter, basically. And It's like that shock winter. Just mm-hmm. freeze. You're done. Forget, it. Forget about the 60s and 50s, you know, three-week increment there. It's just going to drop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh. I'd take it because I'm tired. I'm done with hot. I'm never. Yeah. I've never been a fan of hot. Period. So I'm hot now, and it's yeah. not even that bad today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm in a basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? I'll tell this last story because I think the longtime listeners would appreciate this one. So we live out in the country. If you live out in the country, you know that battling uh, insects, and rodents, things like that. That's a common. That's a common thing you have to deal with. So every year around fall time, the mice start trying to find a place to hole up for the winter. And normally we always have a trap out, you know, catch a mouse here and there. That's life. That's what you do. But, of course, this is the time of year where you you got to be on the game. you got to be up, step up your game or else you're going to have a little herd of mice in your house for the winter time. Mm. So they started coming, and, you know, I got about four or five of them in a trap. And I'm like, man, all right, am I winning this? But I was seeing the droppings and hearing the tickle tacks, you know, in the evening still. (laughs) And I went, I'm not winning this. I'm not winning this. Four or five are dead, and they're still here. So I I went busted out the big guns. I brought out the poisons. I did it. I I don't like doing it, but I did it. I brought out the poisons. Sure enough, I see all that poison getting eaten up. You know, every day I come back, it's all just eating up. Oh, yeah, suck on that poison, you little little scumbags. Now, the side effect, and this is why people don't like poison, is that the mice go and die. Mm-hmm. Perfect. They're dead. They're out of your way. Well, no, because they're in your walls. That's where they live. That's where they hide. And then they die in your walls. And unfortunately for myself, I have a wall to my right here where I do all my podcasting, get video <laughs> gaming, streaming, you know, all that garbage. And there's a, at least one dead inside the wall. Because all I smell is the smell of death around me right now. It's fantastic. And there's nothing I can do. <laughs> and it's so weird because you think about it, like me, a person who doesn't have mouse problems, has never had. It's like you think of like, oh, just poison would be great. You don't have to like pick up a dead mouse, throw it away in the trap, you know. Seems like traps would be like the, ew, like gross is blood, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. So like poison would be better. They just eat it and go and die. But when they die in your wall and you can't get them, like, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah. So now I'm, I look to my right, you know, and I see the wall, and I'm like, inside there is a rotting mouse, and he stinks to high heaven. And then mm. to boot, since I can't get to him and he's rotting, well, flies can get anywhere. Flies can go mm. anywhere. For I don't. They're, they have some kind of magical property that allows them to do anything they want everywhere. And they got in there. Because now I'm starting to see the flies come out, you know, like random places. I'm like, what? How are there four flies in the house? Oh, I know why. Because there's a dead there's mouse somewhere rotting away. <laughs> and they 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 went and did their business. Fantastic. 
So it's a double whammy. Now I got to kill a bunch of stupid flies for the next week or so, mm-hmm. and but not, then I got to deal with the smell of you know rotting animal as well. It's great. <laughs> so I'm happy because the mice are gone. I won. Mm-hmm. However, but they're not gone. They're not gone. They're, no, they're, they're not still gone there. Yet. They're still they're just there, rotting away. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I won the battle. Though there will be no mice in Eric's house this winter. That's just the way it's going to be. That's the way there'll it always. Be mouse, is. There'll be mouse skeletons in your house. That's right. That's and you know what? I will let them rot. And I hope any mice that come in this house see them, see little Jimmy and Bob rotting away there, and go, "Ooh, man, I got to get out of here. This is not where I want to be this winter." No, they're going to be like, look at this hidey hole. Is there anybody here? No, it's just oh, some no. weird bones. Timmy's oh, dead. So enough of my wonderful stories about evil I'm glad I live in the city. <laughs> the city such as it is. <laughs> oh, goodness. But for me, that's it. That's what I've been up to this wonderful week here in the world. Ah, the life of Eric. A beautiful life. <laughs> oh, man. There's always something going on with your walls or your basement or something. Just... You can't have nice things. The never-ending story. (laughs) And hey, you know what else never ends? IG2G. IG2G comes back every two weeks. We did IG2G episode 37 this week. It was a grand old show. We got to talk about some of our favorite games and some games we're excited about, some indie stuff, some stuff coming up. It was a great episode. I agree. I had fun with it. It was most enjoyable indeed. And I hope uh, everybody is entertained by it. I did get some more information on that uh, whole Nintendo thing. And when I said it's like Netflix, it is like Netflix, but what I didn't realize and what we kind of went around was, like Netflix, not every title goes away every month. Mm-hmm. So, like, some of them are going to stay, and then they replace it with a few more. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like Netflix. That was accurate. But in my in my head, I was thinking, like, a bunch of them were going to go, and then, like, 10, 12, 15, we're going to replace it. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. it's still like three or so are going to replace it every month, just like Netflix, basically. So it's not as good. Yeah, that's a little but it's, less. Yeah. It's still pretty cool, though. I mean, but not as cool as I was hoping it was going to be. Mm. So so when you hear that, just know that it's like Netflix, literally not like clean sweep. Everything gets replaced. Whoa, look at you getting 70, 80 games. <laughs> You're mm. only going to get an extra 15, whatever, 20 by the end of the year. And speaking of great deals like Netflix, hey, if you're a member of our What You Play in Third Shift here on Patreon, this coming up Sunday, we're going to record our What You Play in Third Shift Patreon special. Talk about the games we've been playing this month. That's always a blast, so hit up the Patreon for more info on that. Indeed, I enjoy that show very, very much, and can't wait to talk about the wonderful games like Destiny 2 I've been playing, and hopefully another wonderful title by the name of Dragon Quest. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to talk more Danganronpa. And it won't even be me that initiates it. I can't wait to just, just oh yeah, just stir mm-hmm. that. I'm, gonna, I'm making like a like you're, you're turning the crank on the lottery thing. Like you're tumbling the balls. And it's coming up you winning. That's what it is. That's exactly it. I mm-hmm. reach in and I go, oh, Danganronpa case one. Uh-huh. And then I spin it again. I go, oh yeah, case two. Yep. Uh, this character? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. Damn this dang and Rampa. <laughs> it's actually an amazing game. I wish I would have played it, but mm. I'm so far in the hole right now. I'm like, eh, there's no way I can get to these. It's not going to happen. I was going to say, I think, I think it's by now it's too long of a game for you to play through, Like especially all three or mm-hmm. four, however you do it. 
I think you could get through like one or two maybe, but then it would be, well, I need to catch up on this, I need to catch up on that. Eight other games have come out in the time mm-hmm. that I've been able to put that in. Yeah. <sighs> so I just have to live vicariously through Danny playing it and see some of the cool, fun moments and some of the crazy things those bears say. Mm-hmm. And just go, you know, I know about that game. Yeah, cool. And speaking of things everybody who listens to this podcast should know about, what did they do last week or this week? However you want to think about it. They gave us shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. I don't even have a joke this week. Get yourself some free loot. Get yourself that free loot. And I'll just tell you, I got that tiny Tina code in. I got those three keys. The world is good. The world is round. Sorry, Flat Earthers. I'm just letting you know. I hate to disappoint you. Truth is you. out there. Truth is out there. Don't be a denier. <laughs> just use your eyes. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I use my eyes. I don't see no curve. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, scale of the earth? What does that even mean? <laughs> I've seen a Frisbee. Have you, haven't you seen one yeah. of those before? It's huh. like a Frisbee. I've never seen a ball. Basketball? More no. like basket Frisbee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like two flat earthers listed. They're gone now. <laughs> Screw those guys. No, we can't afford to lose two. <laughs> it's it's Steve and Sean. Oh, oh my, my God. God. No, guys. We didn't know. We swear we didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. The world is flat. Please come back. I'll believe anything you need me to believe. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. So, hey. What always follows the shift codes for Golden Keys? What what did we talk about on the show? Is it that Battleborn thing? It's that Battleborn thing, dude. We got a free rotation, oh dude. Oh, my this God. Is ro- this is lineup I. This is rotation I. What do you think of the lineup, dude? What do you think I think of the lineup, dude? Uh, there's a person I don't, I don't in know. it. I didn't Her name's it Phoebe, okay? No, oh, that's right. Yeah, why, she is in it. Why would I ever choose anybody but her? As I say, every time any freaking rotation comes in with Phoebe... Just play Phoebe. It's it's the best. And then I do see Thrall though, and of course you know. God. Who? Who? What? Who? Did I just say the wrong name? Thrall. Oh he my is God. One. Attica. Jesus. Atticus. That's still Atticus. wrong. I got it. Now you got it. <laughs> oh, the memory's fading. The memory's fading. I do see Atticus though, and it always brings up the wonderful story mission of his story ops, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. ops missions. So when I see it, I go, oh, yeah, play him. But then I go, no, because I actually don't like him whatsoever. But, eh, whatever. In a story mission, you can probably play him great. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of fun with him in the in the missions. But PvP, no. Which I wanted to have a side conversation with you about Battleborn PvP since Generic was bringing up the whole thing about how, mm. or if you just played him this way, it's not appropriate for now, but. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, see, hey, speaking of our buddy Generic Tag, oh, so welcome yeah. back to the most controversial segment in Third Shift history. What are we talking about? Let's talk about Geek of the Week! Who's the geek this week? It is Thorn. You may notice I'm rattling through the sniper characters, but Thorn especially. Thorn used to be a really cool bow user slash mage. You could put that pool of goopness down on the ground to get like all the kills in the entire world and then they went ah we really want people to play her like more like a real sniper with a bow so we're gonna just like make that awful and then they did and then i played her with the bow and i went i don't i don't like this as much this isn't as fun i think you still get kills the scatter arrow though i'm not a fan of that plus i just said i've said it like the past like three or four weeks you can't snipe. People are jumping around, around like this. You still can't see the hand motions because I'm not live on the fives. You can't hit anybody. You can't put the pool down. 
screw that. Geek of the Week is Thorin this week. I was going to make it Miko because mushrooms are boring, but hey, spoiler alert, that might come up next time. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, Matt, you're so harsh, and you know your criticism's not right because, you know, I'm going to tell you these three things why Thorin is actually good. <laughs> you're the Geek of the Week now, no, Eric. No, Well, that's my whole <laughs> life. It's fine. Doesn't hurt my feelings Every- any. Everybody's got to be a geek sometime. That's right. Indeed, they do. But see, what we did was we went, here's a free rotation with cool characters. And we went, shot up. And then I went, Geek of the Week brought us back down. But just like a roller coaster, I'm taking us right back up because we got some awesome new news in Battleborn. We got five free skins. You don't have to do anything to get them. Just log in. Five free skins for you. You got super cool black skins for Alani, Beatrix, Ernest, Kid. What does that say? Kid Kid Ultra Ultra and Pendles. Uh Uh-huh. Now, see, you should be excited, Matt, because Pendle's finally got his champion skin. And for me... But, but, but I'll never see him because he's invisible always. That's true. So that's true. Skins weren't really relevant to you. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but Kid Ultra and Ernest got theirs, both of whom I love, played a whole bunch of. Yeah. I'm sad that uh, you know I'm not in there anymore playing it because those, those particular models were fantastic. I love the colors mm. on them. And I, I, I honestly used it a lot for Phoebe. But even though I had bought several of her skins, yeah, and you know, just because of how cool it was, and especially Galilea, it looked great on her. God, yeah, it was so yeah. good. So I am sad to see. I'm, I'm happy to see them out, but I'm sad because I'm like, oh man, you know, I wish these were out back in the day, in the heyday, mm-hmm. when I was smoking through here, doing all this stuff. And a lot of people still are happy because you know what? There is still a dedicated base of people following, playing that game, loving the hell True. out of it, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's awesome. More power to them, more power from them at least to get the skins out and say, hey, for those following and rocking it out, here you go. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, if you're still in there rocking it out, it's just free stuff for you. Or if you haven't played it in a while and you want to dip your toes back in there and hang out with those people who are still rocking it out, boom, you get an added little bonus here. Now, we'll say here it is. It's coming up. It's the beef segment. Here is the other thing that I loved about about this announcement was I went, oh, man, cool. Look at all the comments on this tweet. Let me click on it and see what's happening. And I watched Killer6 have like an hour-long Twitter fight with some guy who hates Battleborn and was hating on it. And sure, he was just being a dumb hater, but Killer6 went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth over the course of a full hour. Like I looked and said, here, here's from two hours ago. Here's from one hour ago. Here's from, you know, 56 minutes ago. This giant thread... And he, I don't, it's, it just amused me so much that Twitter fights happen. And like, I thought we weren't 16 anymore and you didn't have fights with people online, but I saw this happen. And then he even, he even did the, oh, well, you know, I'm not really angry. I'm just so bored and I can't believe how much of a doofus you are. Like that retort that everyone used when Mm -hmm. you were like 13 on AOL Instant Messenger, when you're fighting with somebody over the dumbest thing ever. I'm not mad. But I'm going to keep fighting with you. It was so great. I loved it. I was like, man, this just takes me back to my like teenage years. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, you know, to add to that beef, it's not even beef. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's never, that doesn't will, matter, but I'm just I saying. I will just say, like, you know, the game, regardless of how awesome it is, which it is awesome, it's mm. over. So. Yeah. You can come on and say you don't like it all you want. It doesn't matter. It's all it's all done. It, it's over. That horse is it's not dead. It's rotted. There's skeleton left. 
What are you doing? <laughs> what, are you just taking a rib bone home? I mean, go ahead. The poor thing's gone. It's been gone. What are, what are we talking about anymore? Take a rib bone. Take its skull. Say, say you captured some strange creature, put horns on it. I don't know what you want to do. It doesn't matter. It's gone. Mm. Why even bother? So, yes, that was a whole lot of fun. I laughed uproariously at that. That was great. So what else is great? Fortnite, they got patch 5.41. And this is an odd episode, like an odd numbered episode of Third Shift. So they should be on like a big patch. But this was more like a content update patch. Like, what's the deal, guys? Well, I think the reason is is because they've got that whole shindig going on. Apparently there's some cubes dropping up in the game. And one's over like Loot Lake. And what had just happened is it dissolved and the Loot Lake itself became like all bouncy and stuff's going down. I guess some hackers have gotten in there saying that uh, they know a huge volcano is going to be coming up out of it. As of this moment, I don't know if it's happened yet, but it's all starting to proceed as planned. So if it hasn't happened yet, it's going to very soon. But we're about to see the landscape for Fortnite shift once again. So I think maybe that's why it's just another kind of small little update with a few things added in. That makes sense because I was browsing around on just general gaming news and it wasn't like an official Fortnite news thing, but they were like, hey, it's only a couple weeks until season six starts up. And I was like, oh, wow, that seems, or season, you know, I think it was six, but season whatever it was. uh, Now that you mentioned that, something's changing if season six is coming up they're not going to be just putting in all kinds of wild shenanigans it's going to be like all right here's a limited time mode and here's a couple things and there you go mm-hmm. but they did add something matt in the battle royale little post that was mm-hmm. once again very yeah. smart very much needed yep and it's putting to sleep a lot of the uh frustration and i thought the uh, the tower did it honestly mm-hmm. and what i'm talking about to get going here is the port of fortress they went in and yeah. released the port of fortress you can build instantly this huge fortress that you and your friends can all defend have a great time with do whatever you want so for anybody out there who has zero skill in building they now have the tower and the port of fortress for you to mm-hmm. instantly be able to build assuming you find it in one of the you know boxes treasure chests etc etc true true that was a that was a big thing. Everyone's constantly like, "Oh, you know, I, I like I would like Fortnite, but the building thing intimidates me. I don't want to screw with that. I'll just stick with PUBG till something better comes along, like Call of Duty's uh, new big battle royale." Mm-hmm. And I think this is Epic's response. I think they're going to keep slowly adding in all these different uh, towers, port of fortresses. I think we'll see some other minimum one, easier ones like you know porta mm-hmm. porta uh, porta potties and porta blocks or whatever. Just Instant walls. Little hidey holes. Yeah, you instant can just hidey go holes. Into. So that way, if you don't know how to build or can't build quickly and efficiently or think with multiple aspects of your brain and do stuff, you can at least have the items that will do it for you. So mm-hmm. you'll just click it down, survive, and keep going. 100% agree with that, especially how smart it is because I don't even know how many times I've seen, oh, here's an intro tutorial on how to build. And then. Here's, how, here's what you should build. Here's how to build it quickly. Because we've seen it all the time. You look on Twitch and somebody will grab their mouse and like go in a circle and they're inside this little hovel that they've created in half a second. So I can't do that, especially on my console controller over here. So if I can grab this, and it, basically what it is, it's the port of fort but like three times as big because it's got like three-person entryway, three-person tires up to the top, and it's enormously tall. Just wonderful. I saw, I watched the little like debut trailer for it, and I just went, 
man, you and me with just like port of fortresses just going nuts. Just boom. Oh, can't touch me now, sucker. Try and get up here. Try and get up here. Which I keep telling you, with all these updates, especially this most recent one, mm. might be a good time to get a duo back in there. At least that's give true, it a shot. That's true. You know, I, I know, I know you veer away from the Battle Royale, but uh, mm. this might be a good time to at least give it a couple whacks and see what we like or don't like. And hey, speaking of giving stuff a couple whacks, I'm going to veer it away from the Battle Royale and take us into Save the World mode. Because we got <laughs> Weekly Horde Challenge 7, and if you give those husks some whacks, they won't get knocked back, they won't get stunned, they won't get slowed. No CC on the husks this week, so good luck, suckers. Well, lastly for me, I don't know if anything gets your fancy here, Matt, but I will state that the Spiky Stadium has been added to the Battle Royale Playground. Yeah. Apparently, people were building and doing all sorts of crazy stuff anyway with this, and they went ahead and just made it a thing. So now there's a huge arena with spiky walls and the uh, concussion mines and all this, and you can go in there now, pop that down instantly instead of having to build and go nuts with it and get on all sorts of shenanigans, have fun with your friends. This is just the beginning. I feel like the playground modes where they're going to dump all the zany, dumb, crazy ideas that they have and mm. that the uh, consumer audience has as well. You're just going to see more and more and more stupid, funny, crazy, unintelligible things happening there. Now, what I'm really looking forward to in that, because I, I do 100% agree of just, hey, look, it's a deployable stadium. Like, boom, there it is. I think what I would like to see, especially out of the playground mode, is something like you know, the horde challenge mode where you can go into a mode and build something and then shrink that down into a consumable that you can throw and make at any time. So instead of having to build this giant ramp to put your shopping carts down on, it's just Bobby's ramp. And that's, you know, unique to your account or whatever. And in playground mode, you can take your ramp, your hills, your store, your stadium, your this or that. And it's like, oh, dude, you want to set up those stunts again? Yep. Or you want to set up that challenge run? Boop, 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 boop. There, it's done. You go. I agree with that. I wholeheartedly hope that that continues on in the future. They keep reiterating and changing, making things go all happen in there. Ugh. The possibilities in there, once again, even that would be fun to maybe get into. Just mm -hmm. drink some beers and do some stupid, crazy stuff in there. <sighs> Man, I don't know how, you know, people are already saying Fortnite's going. That's had its heyday. But yeah, I, I don't think so, man. Mm-mm. Not with all this crazy stuff yeah. they're putting in. Plus, what's replacing it? Nothing? Well, there's the Call of Duty hype getting going right now. Oh, Call, Call, because Call of Duty just had its uh, yeah, beta for its, its, its Battle Royale beta version. Going. Yeah. yeah. And there, and people come back, oh, it's fantastic. Da -da 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 -da. It takes like PUBG, but not the craziness of Fortnite. And it's perfect. Oh, God. And this is, this is going to kill Fortnite. I'm like, well, no, I don't really think so because Fortnite has its whole shtick going. I'm just loopy, zoopy, zany, fun things. Mm -hmm. It's great for uh, Twitchers, YouTubers, all the interactions. No way. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it taking over, but I, you know, from all I've read on that closed beta, I do, I would, I think, I think I would enjoy that kind of like fast movement, tight controls. Like if you are in a shootout, it feels like a shootout versus. Sometimes, well, that's why I didn't like Battle Royale. It just felt like a crapshoot sometimes. It's not like a tight, combat-focused game in Fortnite. Versus if you're in Call of Duty, I know how to play that. Like, my, my muscle memory knows mm -hmm. how that it's works. It's a first-person so. shooter. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it and it's Call of Duty style, especially. So I know the slide and the jump and the boost and this and then that, and the that. So I'm kind of exci- I would be excited to play it, but you have to pre-order to get into the beta. So I I haven't done that. No, I'm not going to. I made the mistake yeah. of getting the last Call of Duty, you know, thinking that hey, everybody's going to play this and we'll have fun, and and no, it didn't happen. So I still am yeah. sitting on a Call of Duty that I've played halfway through and never played PvP with. Terrible. Terrible. Like the terrible. Just I don't even want to think about it or talk about it because it's sixty bucks. It's gone in my life. All right, so let's stop talking about that. What the last <laughs> thing for Fortnite for me is they did announce that a Nintendo Switch Fortnite bundle will be coming on October 5th, I believe it was. It gets you in-game items and 1,000 V-Bucks along with your purchase of the Switch system. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. If you want to get into Fortnite and you've always been wanting to pick up a Switch, why not grab that bundle? That's 100% perfect for you. I agree. Why not, man? The problem is, Matt, okay, I'm going to tell you, is the Switch has the Fortnite bundle, the Switch has a freaking Smash Brothers bundle, the Switch is going to have a Pokemon bundle. What do you? Which one do you choose? Or do you be like me who got onto the Switch day one? I don't get to choose. It's over. Where's my Octopath Traveler bundle? Oh, that would have been fantastic, but it wasn't quite That would give me Matt. the Switch right now. I would go out. I would walk to... I, I wouldn't walk. I'd get in my car and drive. I tell you over and over again to get a Switch late, and just go buy know. Octopath Traveler, man. Just do make it. Make it a bundle. Just make it a bundle. <sighs> just get it. You you will love it. Pack it up. Pack it in. You're pa- it <laughs> pack, <laughs> pack it in. Pack it in. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I don't know how many times I've got a harp on you, man. Get the Switch. You're gonna on your lunch times. Besides, you know, alternate between reading books. You're gonna have a fantastic time. You're gonna be happy. You're going to be great when you're laying in your bed and just, like, looking up, playing that great RPG. You won't regret it. You're not going to regret it. I'm not going to regret it, but I I don't know. Oh, hey. It's one of those things I always look at, and it's like, maybe next time. Well, here's another piece of pie, Matt, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to remaster. Rumor is they're remastering Persona 3 for the Switch. There you go. Well, I just bought Persona 3, though. So, I mean, come on. I already got it, man. Dang it. All right. Well, well here's my counterpoint. Yakuza Kiwami 2, Fire Pro Wrestling World, which I still haven't sunk my teeth into enough. And in however many weeks, Fist of the North Star. So, mm-hmm. I'm just, I so you're no busy for, for a few anything. weeks. Yeah. I got no time for anything. All right. Whatever. I digress. I won't keep harping you on the show about getting a switch. Uh, Speaking of no time for anything, we don't have time for a lot of news because no other news really dropped this week. Compulsion did send out another tweet saying, hey, we found some last-minute issues on that patch we were working out for all the systems, for all the save crashes and save corruptions and the game bugs and all that stuff. So they want to get some more of those fixes in there. So they said keep an eye out in the next few days. It's been three days since that tweet, so I'm I'm expecting it to drop on Friday with the episode so we have no chance to talk about it. Seems legit. Seems about right. I expect that to happen as well. Mm-hmm. So, anything on the Earthfall news? No, anything? Matt. You Hello, know what? neighbor. Extra Gearbox publishing. Earthfall's stuff, got nothing going on right now. Once again, as I said, they are going to be ramping up for the next expansion. So, whenever that does take place, I'll let you know. I thought they were going to mention something about it this week, but it didn't happen. So, hey, maybe next week. I don't know. We'll find out. Gearbox Publishing, nothing much. I did see somebody on the Twitter over at Gearbox post a picture of the Banner Saga trilogy for the Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, that's coming along. It's going to be coming out soon. 
I'm sure we're going to see more very shortly since that was posted. But other than that, nothing from the publishing or software side. It's all quiet on the front, as we've discussed at length already. I don't think we're going to hear too much until at least the end of the year. So there you go. Yeah. So we started off up high. It went down low, up high again, back down low to this like newsless quandary. I'm going to bring us back up for one last hill on this roller coaster. We're going to do a little loop-de-loop because they did tweet out that it's Borderlands 2's anniversary. I think it was, maybe it was literally today or yesterday. I don't remember which one it was, but they posed the question to all their fans. <clears throat> Let me read it right here. Which character do you identify with the most and why? So we're going to end... On a fun question, I'm going to stall a little bit more so Eric can think about his answer, and then I'm going to ask him right now. Who would you be and why, Eric? Who do you identify with and why? That was no stalling at all. You know what? I gave you like a full sentence, and a then I fumbled sentence. around with the asking the question Beautiful. part. So you that, got like you know what? 20 extra seconds. That was That's a lie. That was more like 3.7 extra seconds, but you know what? It doesn't matter because you guys already know who I identify the most with. That's Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense about Tiny Tina, and nothing makes sense about me. The world I live in is different from the world anybody else sees or hears or portrays. Any story I tell doesn't make any sense because it's not the honest, actual truth. It's a diversion Mm. of the truth. Everything I say is questionable. Everything she does says is questionable. Everything she does, everything about her is basically me, except for I'm a 35-year-old man uh, who wears dirty white t-shirts and uh, sits and does a crazy podcast, whereas she's a psychopath child with uh, teddy bears and rabbits, you know, stuffed rabbits and rockets and missiles and bombs. Me and Tiny Tina, forever. I'm telling you right now, Matt, forever. Objection. Okay. Tiny Tina would not have rats in her walls. She would blow up her walls she would de- in her whole house. That's right. She would. She would destroy the walls. But the, unfortunately, being the 35-year-old version, I already had children and such, so I can no longer use the explosives that are rigged inside my home Okay. True. True. to do such things. So I have the explosions. I have them rigged in the house. I just can't uh-huh. use them because I have children. So see, I am Tiny Tina, but I'm just... A, just a scrubbier, older, more broken version. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Who do you identify with? This will be interesting. Zero? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> now, this is something that nobody who listens to Third Shift knows, because I don't think this has ever been mentioned outside of Borderlands Night. But you remember, do you remember, the first time we were playing Captain Scarlet and the Pirate's Booty DLC, we were outstandingly drunk, drunk. already oh, so yeah i think i think maybe we had started the game and played through something else and then got into the dlc but i remember swaying in my chair and looking and squinting as we went up to that first town and shade popped out mm-hmm. with his crazy hat and his sunglasses <laughs> and his big old grin and his like his like stalk of wheat sticking out of his teeth and i went that's me that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And you went, bah, <laughs> what are you talking about, fool? And we went into the town, and we found that he had, well, this part's not me, but he had ruined the town and killed everybody. Mm-hmm. But then what he had done is taken all his friends <laughs> and his enemies, rigged them up on sticks, and put like little speakers next to their faces, and then would talk to you as them in their voice and talk about how crappy he was. That's 100% me. 
If everyone, if if the whole of third shift died, I would sit here with an Eric head and a Danny head right here, and I would still have the show. And there would be an awesome Eric impression and an awesome Danny impression, and it would nobody would know because I'd be it'd be no, so it'd be great. spot on. It'd be perfect. I would put on my crown <laughs> and my giant sunglasses. <laughs> And I would go, heck, what'd you do this week? Well, my whole house burned down because you know me. <laughs> I just got so bad luck. And you know what? I'd be very happy about this. I would love this because every time you entered the mind of Eric to be me, it slowly uh, drives you further and <laughs> further, man. And eventually you get to the point where you don't know who you are. You don't remember who you are now. Now you're just part part of me. So this is exactly what I'm saying, is I would be shade, because I'm sure when he is being the other people, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He just is the people. So it'd be, it would be it. I would just, oh, and I would start so having to like spreading it out and mm-hmm. like amassing people. And I'd like take over my, my, my landlord slash neighbor stuff. Yep. And then I would be the kid they pounding on the walls and screaming and stomping mm-hmm. on the floor and being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. And I do very explicitly remember that night. Because that mm. night was spectacular. And I remember uh, another conversation of constantly, you know, being happy and sad because, of course, uh, the booty joke was the huge thing of the thing. And, and I remember mm. us spending 20 minutes running around her booty trying to uh-huh. <laughs> go, well, so, she, she's good. Look, I don't understand the booty joke. Well, I thought she'd have like a giant <laughs> gone booty. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I also remember, I can't say his name, but I remember an old coworker we worked with who is in that DLC, and it was an old man who pined after Scarlet, and you'd have to bring him like saucy photos and be like, that's old man mm-hmm. that we used to work with. That's him. Uh, so there's me, there's him. The MSMS crew is just popping up in that all over the place. DLC. Yeah. <laughs> It was good times indeed, and I do agree. I think Shade, Tiny Tina, I think we covered it. We got us. Yeah. We nailed yeah, we it. We got it. So there you go, Gearbox. That's our <laughs> answers for whomever's listening out there. So what do you guys think? Who do you most relate to? Let us know. Email us at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshift.me. Or you know what? If you are Bobby Enot and you still listen to the show, message us on Facebook. Post it up on the, on the Facebook thingy. Find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Do exactly that. Indeed. You know where else you can find us, Matt? I'm telling you right now, it's on the old Patreon. And if you think that we were entertaining in any way, shape, or form, please, please consider going over there, throwing us a dollar, five dollars, ten thousand dollars, anything that could possibly get us to succeed in life and be happy, that'd be most appreciated. You know what? Matt's got a big old grin. He's laughing. He, uh, You know what I'm talking about, Matt. This is real. <laughs> Please, please make me succeed so I don't actually turn into shade and just have my friend's heads on my desk that I talk through. Yeah, because that means he's gonna—he's probably gonna kill me or something. I'll put like a—I'll put a walkie-talkie on channel two in you, walkie-talkie on channel three in Danny, and just have my own switching. Hey guys, it's me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you got the Fat Albert voice right, now, but thanks. it's fine. Uh, that's all right. Guess I'm getting it used fatter. To be, used to be Mickey Mouse. I was Mickey time, Mouse so for a while, but I think Howard took that voiceover. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, Howard will be on the desk too. He'll be part of the show. Oh, it'll be the best. Love it. Yes, indeed. God. But yes, if you do enjoy what you hear, please consider heading over there, throwing us any sort of thing. We treat it just like a tip jar. Anything is most appreciated. 
We understand that money is real. Money is tight in a lot of people's cases. If you can't throw anything our way, giving us the likes on iTunes and all those other wonderful places is a very, very good thing to do. It does help us. It gets us higher up on the hierarchy of rankings, which gets more people listening. Also, mailbag questions, feedback of any kind, that motivates us. That lets us know that you care at all. And we're not just talking to a strange void. But don't get me wrong, I will talk to a void for all eternity. It doesn't phase me. I will talk into a void. In fact, I should make a song and a five-star story about that because the void is very important and we need to respect the void because if you don't respect the void, the void won't respect you. I promise you that. Respect that gator. Respect that gator. Don't respect the gator. That's the biggest problem about this. (laughs) And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 28th of September for our pre quarter end episode the the last bit of fun that we're gonna have for the rest of our well not the rest of our lives but the rest of like five days i don't know mm-hmm. so you can find that episode on itunes on stitcher not podbean and hey i don't think we were gonna tease it so i'm gonna tease it right now the show's going long but we talked about teasing it what do you want that future episode to be you know we, we're gonna be talking coming up pretty soon about maybe restructuring the show a little bit obviously everyone knows there's not much news there's not much on the way that anyone knows about unless we get surprise drops for things. So we're going to be looking into what we're going to be doing going forward. Again, we've already done it once. We're going to do it again. And we want to we want to hear from you guys. What kind of stuff do you want to hear? Yeah, the people who care, the people who follow, anybody out there who wants to see what we're up to, we, we kind of want to see what you guys and girls think about where we should shift. We're always going to be covering Gearbox. You know, yeah. We will always cover Gearbox, but... We need to shift because, obviously, right now there's nothing. There ain't going to be nothing for a while unless they surprise us, as Matt said. So we want to see if there's anything in particular you'd like to hear, see, do, whatever. We also are starting to get into Twitch, and we're having some fun there. If there's anything in particular in that world you'd like to see us do or mess with, hey, let us know. You know, We'd love to take into consideration everything that you, the people who listen to us and have made us succeed and be what we are, have to say. Yeah, absolutely. And until that time, as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of the good services that I mentioned earlier, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, and we appreciate those five stars. And you know what, Randy Pitchford? You owe us a five-star. I don't know how many times i got to say it. I swear to God. Matt's I can't got remember if I can pull these out yet yes, or not. Yes, you can. You can. Oh, it's, t- it's, it's on time. Now, huh? It's on oh, like Donkey yeah. Kong. Oh, I yeah. want that freaking five-star rating, Randy. I swear to goodness, you owe it. Where are you at? It's fall time, buddy. Hey, guys. It's fall time. You, s- you said the leaves were turning, That's so it's right. officially fall now. It is. Oh, yeah, there's always dead leaves on my car mm-hmm. now. Hey, it's fall. My nice new car, it's got dead leaves on it. I expect to see it because I don't see... I don't see Nirvana Live coming back yet. Mm-mm. I ain't mm-hmm. heard a word of dirt on it. Where's my five-star rating there, Rain Pitchford? You don't do You better give that to us, man. I'm going to come after you like a dung on a high-bone fly, man. Thanks, Boom Howard. <laughs> and hey, until we get that five-star review, until the next time, until the next episode, there's nothing else to say but... Do not forget to save. Shut up and sit down.